Hello. Hello. We're back. We're back. We're back at Cocoon again. <laughs> we are. For the third time. Yeah, literally. <laughs> we just really like this place. We really like it here. We're pretty cocoons. Exci- oh, yeah. We're pretty excited. We're in one of the cocoons again. And I think we've been doing a pretty good job of being in a different cocoon every single time. Yeah. This, yeah. I don't know which one this is called. Not intentionally. Yeah, no. It just kind of, that's how it works out. I think this is Glasswing. Glasswing. Does, does that sound familiar? Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, no, Cocoon's all decorated for Christmas as well, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what, I was here on Tuesday and I was like, oh, you're not a Christmas hater or something like that. And I was like, oh, you have your Christmas tree up before Thanksgiving. Some people think that's like sacrilegious or something like that, which is super weird because Thanksgiving's not a religious holiday. No. Yeah. No. I mean, not really. I guess if you want to, oh, okay, like people escaped England slash Europe because of religious persecution. But in it, it in itself yeah, is yeah, not yeah. like considered yeah. a religious <laughs> yeah. holiday. But yeah, there's a cute little Christmas tree in the corner with some boxes wrapped up which i assume there's nothing in but i really do have the urge to kind of just rip those open right now but mm-hmm. very cute in here and it smells thought. very it smells very nice it does it smells really good in here <laughs> um but we each got a flight so this is just this is back back to the basics of us talking about basically whatever's on our mind mm-hmm. and drinking some really good beer mm-hmm. um did you want to start us off with the first oh, sure. one you have so it was kind of funny i was checking out what phoebe's had before and three of our four beers and we ordered our flight separately three of the four beers that we got were the same thing so i am <laughs> starting with the sound absorption which is uh pretty actually ipa heavy on their menu right now uh so the sound absorption is a new england or hazy ipa 7.5 percent abv And the description on that one says, this is an absolute citrus banger showcasing the full spectrum from grapefruit zest to tangerine. The aromas boast sweet fruit with subtle herb and are as wild as American rock and roll. Naming inspiration combines the hot bill with the Madagascan comet moth, which has the unique ability to absorb ultrasound from bats to be invisible to these predators. Whoa. So that's a little fun factoid for you. That is, um, that's very cool. Mm-hmm. I was watching, so I don't know, I was watching it on TikTok, but um, uh, Morgan Freeman is the voice of like the new like um, series, I think. I don't know what, if it's on National Geographic or what, but it's like about like, like historically about like, um, like the world and just like they have like basically like lifelike animated prehistoric animals and they oh, talk about them i think that's on netflix okay it is I can't okay remember what it's called mike is obsessed with those nature shows yeah and he likes to turn them on especially like before he goes to bed to like fall asleep too so i haven't like watched it watched it but i'm pretty sure we've put it on but i do want to watch it it looks yeah. very interesting well and it's really um it's really funny having him narrate but he obviously has the voice for it mm-hmm. but it's wild that the like most besides like humans most animals i feel like of obviously of the ocean as well are literally like you all you need to do is just stay alive like my anxiety level if that's all i had to do i i would have been like i'm done i'm done adapt or you're dead yeah pretty much like yeah like i i don't like but maybe they don't have like enough like connectivity to have anxiety if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. enough like brain like 
how we do. It's just like, all all that survival, just like that yeah. instinct. And they just have that instinct. But yeah, especially like animals that have evolved. Like, oh, we started in the water and now we can go yeah. on land. Like that is insane to me. That's crazy. I know. Isn't like a couple like... Nature is lit. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Isn't it like a couple alligators and crocodiles have like, they were originally like prehistorically land animals, but then figured out how to like adapt to be in water. Oh, I don't know that for sure, but I wouldn't be surprised if that yeah. was the case. But because oh there's only gosh. a couple like I think animals that are left that are like technically prehistoric. Um, I think crocodile, alligator, and then I think like sharks, obviously mm-hmm. being one of them but that haven't gone through yeah. had to go through too much adaptation really just kind of yeah. are the same as they were however many millions of years ago yeah it's yeah. nuts did we i think we did talk about oh yeah we did on i think because i'm getting deja vu about like the <laughs> megalodon i think we were discussing that on like when we were talking about like creepy movies but like that wasn't really a creepy oh my movie. gosh i was just like oh, annoyed by it that when we were talking to uh, what's his face? Our last interview. Oh, Josh. Was that what we were talking about? It? Was no, it like I a think scary it was. Movie? No, or maybe. I mean, I always bring up that movie, so <laughs> it could have been like every single podcast. But I think it was the one before that because we were talking about we were giving like a play by play of the. Oh, what, what was it? The oh, The Exorcist. Oh my God. That's what we were talking about. How did but we get from Megalodon I, to Exorcist? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Story of our lives. Yeah, our brains. But um, they were, like, talking about how, like, scientific people were talking about how the the Megalodon, like, as much as people think people are, like, I mean, like, there can be a lot of conspiracy theories, to be honest. But as much as people would think that, like, the U.S. or whatever is hiding, like, a me- I don't even know why they would need, like, what out of all the so things you needed to hide, <laughs> like, really... <laughs> Like, I don't know. I just, because there was like, apparently, and I mean, this was all online too, so grain of salt, but the guy apparently said that was, and I don't know if he was a part of NASA or something, but like he had a deep dive and there's this huge, ginormous cage, like in the middle of the ocean. And I'm like, I don't think that's where we would keep a Megalodon, to be honest. I feel like that would, we, we would keep maybe some other nefarious shit there. Mm-hmm. But I don't think our greatest weapon is a huge ass shark. <laughs> like, we're going to train this shark yeah. to, I'm not really sure yeah, what, yeah. but, um, but, oh, but other, like, um, his, like, scientists and stuff were like, if the megalodon the megalodon like couldn't still be here because of the adaptation you can't sharks have adapted quite a bit with like the water obviously water pollution and stuff like that but like they they haven't adapted to be salt versus fresh water so mm-hmm. like there's no way we could have a megalodon in our ocean is because of that adapta- is adaptation i'm not sure what they are to hmm. be honest interesting yeah yeah, why would we? Uh, I don't know what the reasoning yeah. behind that was. Like, okay, one exists, cool. Like, let's put it in a giant cage so it's contained. Like, yeah. for research or something. Like, I don't really know what what would be our motive behind I know. that. But I mean, someone could have a motive to be honest, but I don't know what because like you can't. I guess it's research not like, or whatever. Yeah, like, why would we want to keep that a secret? Literally, I'm not sure. 
Yeah. I don't know the motives of these people. I, I don't pretend to know. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Who knows what people they're doing are wild. what's going on? Um, there was a, oh my God, I should find, I might find this on um, Instagram. So like I was telling you before that my week has been a little wild and I follow this girl on Instagram called uh, Katie Grosbard. I think that's what her name is. Hmm. And she just like, she's like one of the people who, who, um, oh no, I'm not going to be able to find it. Of course. Oh wait, I sent it to my sister. But. Um, she like puts people's like tweets on Instagram of what people say. And there was one, the one that I felt last week, which was this meeting could have been a fist fight. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) I've never related more to a tweet in my life. Literally. I was like, okay, sure. Duke's up. (laughs) Um, I don't know if this is a joke or not, but probably like a month ago, one of my coworkers, was just real fired up one day for one reason for whatever reason and she made the decision that we were going to have a fight club for our workplace and she was gonna work on a bracket and basically it was like just for the girls and she was trying to like pair us up so it would be even and then if you won (laughs) you'd go on to the next round and then there would basically be a champion (laughs) and it it was very, I was like, where, like, where are we going to do this? She's like, oh, just over like in one of the dining rooms. I'm like, okay, so we don't even have like a soft surface. It's just like <laughs> concrete floors with like a little bit of carpet on them that have been spilled on and maybe like tiny shards of glass or whatever. And she's like, oh yeah, basically just the rules are like no kicking, punching, biting in the face. I was like, oh, so like punching in the stomach is yeah. fine. <laughs> like, so I don't know if this is ever going to come to fruition. So she was just, and she was real, like real excited that day. I didn't even, she just like put me up there. I didn't even ask to be on this list. And so she reworked the list. And like I said, I don't know if this is ever going to be a thing. I'm like, can we wear just like big snow suits? Like, yeah. I don't want to like get hurt. sumo blown up suits. We need something <laughs> like that. I don't need to get hurt. So um, we'll see if this ever comes to fruition or not. But I'm like, okay, if we're just kind of wrestling, maybe. Or like, let's do it out in the snow or something. Oh, let's yeah. That is softer Add some suits. elements to and it. just throw each other around on a restaurant floor. <laughs> She's like, I did it at one of my previous jobs, and it was so much fun. I was like, oh. What job? Like, I don't know. Some other bar she worked at or whatever. She's like, I just want to see how far I can get. I was like, oh. And she wanted to fight me first. I was like, and she was so fired up that day. I'm like, I am scared for my life right now. Oh, my God. That's intense. So I'll report I, back if that's ever a thing that a we thing. Yeah, I kind of want to see the list first of who she thinks pe- who should be paired up mm-hmm. with. Who? Oh, yeah. I mean, she did. So like it was originally she kind of and this was just all on a whiteboard in our service station. Oh, my so, God. Um, she just was like throwing people's names up there initially. And then like two weeks ago, the list changed and she did kind of pair people up. But the the other girl she paired me up, she's she paired me with, she's like, I don't want to do this. I was like, Oh, so you're surrendering already. So basically I win this round oh already. Oh my god, and I, I love that. <laughs> I like, forfeit. Cool. I'm on to the next one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't even have to fight. Nope. And the the whole girl whose idea this was, she does like CrossFit and stuff. So I was oh like, Oh my god. A formidable opponent. I'm like, I don't know if I want to fight you. I think I might get my ass kicked. <laughs> like, I'm scared. 
Um, so the the girl that I was talking about on Instagram, I did find it. Her her name is Katie um, Grossbard, and they like she just posts things that people like. Um, people like post or whatever, and it's just like really funny because it's all like political, but it's more like left leaning. Mm-hmm. And someone tweeted, "Stand your butt up, then." Um, you stand your butt up is now a part of the congressional record because apparently oh my God. A, a congressperson or what does it say? Um, okay. Rep- Representative Tim Burchett, Republican Tennessee, accused former speaker Kevin McCarthy of elbowing him in the back on Tuesday, <laughs> alleging the California Republican is a bully against GOP lawmakers who voted to oust him from leadership. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. NPR reporter Claudia tweeted that she witnessed the scuffle, stating that Bert, that Burchett lunged forward toward her after McCarthy show, shoved the Texas or the Tennessee Republican. Wow, that's really funny. Stand your butt up, then. Oh my gosh, I find that so funny. I also listened to. I I just started. I I haven't really been. I've been trying to keep up on the news, but sometimes it's just not fun. Mm-hmm. And I listened to my friend suggested What a Day, which is under thirty minutes, and it's just like a, um, a synopsis of what happened. That I think the day before. Was it a podcast? Yeah. What a day. Yeah. What I'm a day. I have to follow that so I remember. It is obviously more. It's still going to be considered like biased news because it's like left leaning, mm-hmm. but um, I think it has a. I feel like a approach to stuff. I think you could still call it, I feel like, opinion news. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're like the two, like, I like their voices and they were saying, so there was like the GOP debate or whatever, and Donald Trump didn't go to the debate. It was like a, the Republican debate. And someone like quoted the debate as it was a group of middle school bullies arguing about which country they're going to bomb next oh my gosh (laughs) and i'm like that is like the most i feel like accurate thing ever (laughs) and then on top of it fun fact what i learned from this podcast as well is that donald trump is the first presidential candidate to be to be able to run while being indicted by our federal government like how yeah how is that a thing yeah you can't run if you're if you are actually in jail but if you're which okay i can kind of understand like because you haven't you haven't been like what is the word like you haven't been um charged with anything yeah. i guess but it's like what like you're just oh, under investigation God, like yeah it's i don't know it's i feel still. like there should be a rule for that like if you're under like because where there's smoke there's fire like mm-hmm. <laughs> i feel like there should be a i don't ugh. I hate politics. I don't. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I hate that we have to choose, like, the lesser of two evils for, like, the past couple of, like, presidential elections when, like... I think that's kind of just always been the case. Yeah, that's but true. That's a good even point. Even more so now, I feel like. Yeah, it can't just be. Has become, like, each side has gone, like, further and further away from each other, and there's not really any compromise anymore no really. not at all it's just oh you're on that side i'm on this side and there's no fuck you <laughs> yeah pretty much there's like, yeah, yeah. i know what what you believe in 
Yeah, oh. it's a bummer. I know. We don't have to spend our no. podcast talking about that because that's boring. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you on to your next beer? Is that I we were am. looking up? I was okay. just looking it up. So okay. That sound absorption was really good. It was. It was. Pretty, pretty citrusy. It was like yeah. Not, not very bitter. It had nice like our. I don't know how a, a nice round flavor. Round. Like it wasn't abrasive. It was very it like a very abrasive. well, <laughs> very <that>. well rounded <laughs> beer. I did enjoy that a lot. <laughs> Juniper hair streak is the next one. Oh, that's the one that I didn't get. So this was the one as I was leaving the house, Mike was like, give me a four pack of this. So I, he's been drinking <laughs> a lot of it. He really <laughs> likes it. So this is another New England hazy IPA featuring Idaho 7, Mosaic, and Simcoe hops. This IPA hits with tropical fruit flavors set on a subtle base of pine and earth. And this is a 7% ABV. I'll have you let you have a little oh, taste yeah. of this too. Oh, that's pretty, that's pretty tasty. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. like um, very like... What do the cool kids say? Dank? Dank. Yeah. It is very dank. <laughs> oh, I just pushed a button on my microphone. I don't know if that did anything. Oh, no. That's just like the volume, but I don't think it okay. really affects the setup that we have. I've never but... noticed that before. Like, I pushed a button. Yeah, it, it definitely like strikes the balance between kind of fruity and the pine is pretty subtle, but I don't like overly piney stuff, so it's it's very nice. I'm a fan yeah, of that one. Yeah, I can get that. Yeah, I like that. Wow, I like. I'm trying to rack my brain about what to talk about, which is shocking. <laughs> like actually shocking. I know. I I mentioned this too before we were about to start. I was like, I haven't really been doing anything lately <laughs> except for it's like the busy season at work, and we're going into the holidays. So I'm like, I don't know what I've been doing lately. Not much. We did yeah. some yard work today. <laughs> did you have to like pull shit up? Uh, yeah. So (laughs) I have been, I was pretty sick recently. Like there's been this just like really nasty cold that's been going around work. So one of my coworkers, and this was almost two weeks ago now, showed up super sick one day and I got it. One of my other coworkers got it and it's kind of just been making its way, making the rounds. I did take an at-home COVID test. It's not COVID and it didn't feel like COVID, but I just wanted to make sure. And luckily it didn't make its way into my lungs, but, uh, so Mike did most of the raking and we have, excuse me, a giant yard with a lot of really big trees. Uh, so he did most of the raking and then I went out to help him a little bit today. And on the side of our garage, there's so much, cause our yard, it's a big yard, but it hasn't been like, it's not very nice grass wise. It hasn't been maintained. There's a lot of like growth and stuff. And there were just like vines all over the place on the side of the garage, as well as like how little trees start to grow and yeah. then just like random plants. So we were out there and I probably, I didn't do it for very long, maybe like 45 minutes today, but <laughs> that was super fun how you're just like raking at stuff. And there's just so many plants where it's, you have to go over it like multiple times and Oh my gosh, you should, I should have taken a picture of it. You should have seen the pile in front of our house. It was just so many leaves. Oh my gosh. But yeah, he was out there. He like, he had these, uh, the like clippers and he was just like clipping at all like the big stuff first. And then he came out with like his weed whacker and he's just like whacking at everything. <laughs> oh and 
and you're just like raking it up and I'm like how much of this is just like wood chips and dirt and like not even leaves like I'm just raking (laughs) up all this stuff so that was fun so I got to do some yard work and then come here oh fun and a beer tastes really good after after some yard work literally it was 60 today so and it's supposed to be like 60 tomorrow oh really tomorrow I think there's we have like a gale watch or a gale warning so it's gonna be really really windy does that mean wind like high winds yeah and I think it's supposed to be some rain so today was like a good day to get it done because tomorrow it just it seems like it's gonna be kind of kind of gross tomorrow but you have to work tomorrow Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. My usual Thursday through Monday mm-hmm. schedule. Oh, yeah. I'll come back to it tomorrow. I um haven't been doing any yard work. <laughs> <laughs> I I did. Okay, so I became, oh, excuse me. I became that person that bought my cat's clothes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> it started with Halloween costumes they tolerate them i think they yeah do. i got one that he's totally he's fine with they don't like the ones that i posted in the group chat with like the the head monster ones those they don't like but i did get bear a sweater Aww. that he takes off almost immediately but oh like gosh. it doesn't like oh my god he just looks so cute i'll just i'll put, have him make i'll have him wear it for thanksgiving for friendsgiving oh my gosh yes um and then i got coda a little like um a little like snowflake sweater i haven't put that on him yet but i got a packer jersey for both of them oh my god they look so cute so they had so the nfl has like a like small animal like jersey it just has zeros on the back they don't specify how it's dogs it's like (laughs) but whatever 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 guinea pig hamster like (laughs) whatever Um, fit in this is fine yeah and the small was a little too big on bear, but so I got him like a large, so it's like a little bit bigger. So Coda wears, and Coda actually, out of all of it, he's the orange one, so he's like the temperamental one. He doesn't mind actually wearing it; like he'll wear it. Mm-hmm. But I want to get like either a picture or like a video of them and send it to like the Packers in the NFL. Oh yes, because I just like oh Put my this god, on a jumbo trunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your biggest fans, your biggest Even, little fans. Yeah. Even though our team sucks. That's okay. That's, we're we're, we're it, working through it. We, I we figured, are. I yeah. pretty much wrote off I know. this year. I yeah. was like, we need to give it time. Yeah. We're so spoiled. It's kind of like the pressure is kind of nice. There is like, I mean, maybe I'm not, not speaking for the team, but mm-hmm. like the pressure of like the fans of like, because we do have a lot of friends that are Bears fans. So oh, yeah. it's like, it's kind of just like annoying to say the least. <laughs> Of their, of their like, well, you always make it to the playoffs and then you lose the first game. Well, we actually make it to the fucking playoffs. So <laughs> let's just start there and don't get a new quarterback halfway through. Well, actually, I wonder if Justin Fields is back now. But, I honestly have not been keeping yeah. up. Even like, even Packer games. And I used to like watch them pretty religiously this year. I've just kind of been... I don't know. Like if I tune in, it'll be like, oh, I'll watch the first half. And I'm like, oh, this is sad. Or I'll tune in on like the fourth quarter, which I did this past game. And I was like, oh, that was a, that was a really rough. I'm like, I thought we had it for a second. And it was just not a sad, a sad ending. That's okay. I actually was in like a super, I like cleaned my room out. And so I didn't watch much of the game, but I thought there was like a play that they called that was like completely inaccurate or something on that game but Hmm. i don't know what it was it was like a oh actually i do kind of remember i think i saw it on 
um, like Red Zone or Sports Center after, and it was that the Steelers quarterback threw to obviously his receiver and they dropped it. And we caught it, but they challenged it that it wasn't a forward moving play. Oh. Yeah. And it was. It fucking was. I think I remember that. Like, my God. Like, does anybody have eyes? (laughs) Like, and like, and I'm pretty like, I mean, I get pretty heated watching football, but like, I will be obviously more protective of the Packers, but like. When I'm watching other teams, I'll even be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. and I know like some of those, like, I feel bad for the refs because I would be probably the coach of all coach that would be always yelling at them. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of them, like, I'm just like, why are you yelling at the ref? You know, you did something wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's obviously your team. Like, yeah. Um, but I also like, don't, um, I was going to say I don't really agree. Like, I guess, like, don't hate the player, hate the game. But, like, <laughs> um, is that Aaron Rodgers was notorious for ineligible man on the field. Or, like, too many men on the field. Oh, like, yeah. he would Like, he had like, that down to a side. Oh, my like, God. And, and to worry about to that? Like, I just, I don't know. I think that's just, like, just play the game. Like, don't. And I know I've, that must be, like, a pretty big penalty where... I don't know. That down. was kind of that was kind of genius, though, and that yeah. was his like that was his signature move for yeah. a long time. And I think all in all, like if we were playing against a team, they would mostly know that they had to watch out for it. But every once in a while, like we'd get them, and then it's like if you get a man downfield and it's a free play, and you just send it, and then if you yeah. get it, like fuck it, so true. So it's just like yeah. extra. I kind of, I did love that. I'm like, that was a really, <laughs> like genius, a, a genius move to adopt yeah. for sure. Well, and he like, I think his brain, like he obviously is very, very, very good at football, but his brain, I think thinks more that way that like, okay, I'm going to, I'm the technicalities guy. Like mm-hmm. I can get them. Like if you don't know, if you don't know, cause like, I feel like maybe other teams don't necessarily, like, I mean, you should be, you should know how many men are on the field. I feel like that's like... <laughs> one of those penalties that is not more is not more like a man would do than versus mm-hmm. a woman. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like I feel like if like it was women on the field in a women coach, that would never happen. Like it's such a, like a male discrepancy <laughs> to not know how many men are on a field, mm-hmm. but <laughs> just catching yeah. the other team unawares. It's like, Oh, yeah. we can hurry up and do this thing while you're in the middle of a substitution or whatever. Yeah. Cause yep. it's our timing. Like once the play clock goes and we can just, I always loved watching those, though, or watching for them. It was a, yeah. a blast, but alas, just having kind of a sad season. But that's yeah. okay. We gotta, we gotta yeah. just take it. They, it's a young team. We have also yeah. a lot of injuries and stuff for our more like veteran players. So we just gotta write this one off, guys. Like it's still yeah. fun. I still like watching. Uh, but and we can win like a couple. I feel like if we win like a couple more games, I like. I just don't – I hope that the Packers – like, I don't want to put this out there, but I hope that the Packers don't do something, like, irresponsible with, like, firing someone random. Yeah. Because I feel like the a lot of, like, NFL – I feel like maybe they haven't done that in a while, but, like, a lot of NFL teams just kind of, like, okay, we don't know what to do to fix the problem, so we're just going to fire someone. Yeah, it shouldn't be a knee-jerk and it's reaction. Like, no. like, no, you need to give everybody time. Yeah. And we need to, like, learn to work together, and a lot of these people, like, haven't worked together. It needs to be something cohesive – and that yeah. takes time. It's not mm-hmm. going to be an overnight thing. Like, we've been spoiled with our quarterbacks. 
we've got like a newer guy who's like been around for years but hasn't really had a chance to play mm-hmm. we just very true got to give everybody time yeah yeah that's our packer segment <laughs> Um, just before I don't forget, so the beer that I, I'm sorry, you cannot try it. I drink it. I'm sorry. You cannot. (laughs) Is, um, the, um, what is it called? Oh God. Okay. Queen Monarchy 4.9. It's a Pilsner. It's technically a hoppy Pilsner. Oh, was that the one with Adina? Yeah. Okay. I think I did try that one when we were here for our friend's daughter's birthday. Oh yeah. So I did try that one previously. Um, but the description is very interesting. So the queen butterfly is often mistaken for its flashier cousin, the monarch. Although it shares similarities upon first glance, closer inspection reveals a richer, dark orange color to the wings without the darker veins of the monarch. Hmm. Cocoon's hoppy pilsner may appear as any other light lager. However, Hellertal hops are amplified by super noble laurel hops imparting complex floral and herbal notes before giving away to a hint of earthy tropics, a common crusher fit for royalty. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. Butterfly side note. I remember, I think I was in like first or second grade and in school we raised butterflies and released them. So we got them as like little worms and we each had our own like little, little container with some sort of food. And oh, then yeah. the caterpillars would turn into chrysalis. And we'd have all the chrysalis together. And then we release them as soon as they turn into butterflies. And I think they're painted ladies. And monarchs taste very bad to predators. So I think some oh. butterflies have evolved to look like monarchs, even though they might be tasty. But since they look like monarchs, predators stay away from them. Oh so my it might God. be that type of situation. Wow. Yeah. I did not learn that. I just remember... Um, we had like those weird terrariums. Did you do the soda bottle, like the liter bottle terrariums where you you put fish in it? No. <laughs> no. Looking back, I'm like, Wait, this is what? slightly animal animal cruelty. Fish in a two yeah, liter Yeah, minnows. Bottle. Oh, but yeah. still. I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah, it was weird. And then we took them home. And this is why I don't like fish. I mean, I like eating fish, but like I don't, I will never have like a pet fish or anything is because the two fish that we got, like, the two minnows that apparently, like, why did I want to bring these home? Like, I don't know. Um, we I was at my grandma's house, and we put them in a bowl of water, and one of them, like, flopped out, and I was, like, talking and, like, almost, like, got near my mouth. And I, to this day... That would have traumatized you for life. God, so gross. Oh, no. Yeah. I had a couple betas growing up, but... And back then, I think I got my first one when I was, like fifth or sixth grade and then I that one passed away after like a year maybe a little a little bit over a year and then I got another one I was probably like seventh or eighth grade but yeah you're not really supposed to just have them in a bowl of water like you're supposed even if it's like a small fish it's supposed to be like yeah. in a tank type situation and I didn't know any better at the time but that was not I didn't have yeah. one in the right environment <laughs> at all and I feel bad I'm like I'm so looking bad, back on my fish uh Mushu was the first one because he was a red beta. And then I think <laughs> the blue beta, which was, was my second one, I think I named him Samurai. So RIP to my fish. I'm so sorry I didn't give you the life that you deserved <laughs> or needed. Also, before I forget, I was going to like, I was going to bring up Animal Crossings. And then this reminded me of what I was going to say is that oh we God. were talking to your now fiance. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, surprise, surprise. Um, about how the other place that he worked at, we had a listener who like liked that we didn't like 
endlessly like talk about like beer or whatever but like we said stuff about beer Mm -hmm. so this is a shout out to her i don't know if she's still listening or not but that we're just randomly talking about (laughs) random stuff (laughs) honestly like and some of our episodes are kind of long like if we could talk for two and a half hours about beer i know like maybe we got into the wrong field (laughs) (laughs) but we drink the beer we enjoy it we touch on it a little bit I talk about the brewery a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. Otherwise, we just kind of like go and do our own thing. I know you didn't try the, you got the pollinator, right? Yep. You didn't try it yet? Nope. I am just about to take a sip. I have tried that blue underwing. The, Mm. uh, it's like a maple, maple stout with blueberries. So it's like blueberry pancakes, but. Ooh. I can pull that one up. I'm going to pull up the pollinator real quick. Okay, Pollinator, and that's their collab with 1840. Yes. Pollinator. A little bit different than the other ones. Wow, there is a lot of beers with the name of Pollinator. (laughs) (laughs) And this one's like pretty new, so I don't know if this is going to be on here. We'll see. Oh, here we go. Okay. 3.94, 3.94, and I didn't mention the ratings on the other ones, but I think they were all around that 3.9 spectrum, which, considering yeah. the fact that Cocoon has been open for under a year, mm-hmm. the fact that their beers are getting these kind of reviews is actually very impressive. I know. I feel like they know what they're doing. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. So this one, yep, a collab with Cocoon and 1840. It is another New England hazy IPA. It's not as fruity as the other ones. Uh, so the style guide... Or the details. In collaboration with our friends in 1840, we built a hazy double IPA with a clean base malt and loads of, loads of oats to create a lush backdrop for Sabro, Strata, and experimental HBC 1019 hops to bring a party of honeydew, coconut, and tropical cream. Let's hang. Hmm, honeydew, coconut. I think it's really good. It's actually one of my favorites. I had it at... Um... I had it when me and Danny came here mm-hmm. a little while ago, but um, it reminds me a lot of, and I think it's just because I started with those types of beers, I feel like at Eagle Park, mm-hmm. and it reminds me a lot of that. I definitely get like kind of that like creamy oatiness, oat, oatiness. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's pretty tasty. I do like that one. And 1840 does. I think I've been to 1840 one time. Because it's in Milwaukee, but it's, like, kind of south-ish. It's usually kind of, like, out okay. of the way for Is that why we, we never went there? I think there? that's why. Okay. There's 1840, and then there was another one. And the time I went there, 1840, and I need to look up the other brewery we went to. It was, like, a trip that Mike and I went on, and I had this, like, weird allergic reaction to oh. beer. And I never pinpointed whether it was the beer from 18. And it was very strange. It must have just been like some. And I'm not allergic to any foods that I know of. Like I definitely have pet allergies, but that's about and like seasonal. But I don't I didn't ever pinpoint exactly what it was. (laughs) So it was either I had finished a full beer at 1840 and then there was another very close brewery that we walked to. I would have to look it up because honestly, I can't remember. And then right after I ordered a beer at that other brewery and I couldn't remember if I had taken a sip or not, I just felt like super weird. Like I started like coughing and sneezing, like my nose started running 
my chest felt a little tight like out of nowhere and I couldn't remember if I had taken a sip of that new beer and it was like either a very quick reaction with that new beer or it was the beer I drank at 1840 which was like some kind of a like it might have been like a barrel aged sour or something like that oh okay very weird and I was like oh my god am I allergic to like beer now is that a thing and I had like a mild freak I'm like not live like this I can't be allergic to beer this is not okay so I stopped like I stopped drinking the beer just drank some water and I think when we walked back to Mike's car I took a Benadryl and then I was fine oh that's good so yeah it was just like a very weird bizarre so it was either the beer at 1840 or whatever brewery (laughs) I was at secondarily and took like two sips of that beer one of one or one of those I don't remember but I've been there one time. That was my experience. <laughs> so I, but the beer was really good. I always wondered what the meaning behind the 1840 was. And uh, fun fact, this is on their website. Uh, 1840 was the first year that a commercial brewery started in Milwaukee. We choose 1840 as our name to pay homage to Milwaukee's rich brewing heritage and call to mind the rustic brewing techniques we employ. Which I think that's cool. I love that. It might have been component. Component, the because yeah, it was like very close. So it was like we started at eighteen forty, and then we walked to, I think it was component, and then New Barons was next door. And at New Barons, like I was already having that weird reaction, so I didn't even get to have a New Barons beer. I just had a root beer because I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I don't really want to drink any beer for the rest of the day because <laughs> I'm not sure what just happened. Yeah, it's very weird. But yeah, I do like this pollinator. This is good. Mm-hmm. The, I'm, I'm trying the pastry stout right now. It's very good. It's a lot sweeter than I thought it was mm-hmm. going to be. It's definitely got some sweetness, but it's yeah. like you can taste the blueberry and you taste the maple. Yeah. They like are not hidden at all. It's just boom. The aftertaste, and this is this is a compliment, kind of tastes like a Nutri-Grain bar. <laughs> a Nutri-Grain? Have you ever had one of those? I was going to say, it's just like the fruit filled. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I haven't had one of those in years. I lived off of those when I was a little kid, which explains apple, a lot. Apple cinnamon. There was like strawberry ones or like a mixed berry. A mixed berry. The strawberry yeah. ones were really good. That and like, I feel like I was still on the cusp of like moms and grandmas thinking things were healthy when they weren't. And... um. And like it was a lot of like Nutrigrain bars and Fig Newtons, and it's like I could have just Those had a are cookie. Still cookies, yeah. yeah like, I could have just had a chocolate chip cookie, like full of sugar, and lived my life. You're like this is yeah. They're like there's this little bit of fruit in here with yeah. a lot of sugar. Yeah, so it must and maybe some oats in the case of Nutrigrain bars. And literally, and so like processed that it's like. Why didn't I just have like a your... homemade chocolate? Yeah, a homemade chocolate chip cookie. You might as well, well just had it at that point. <laughs> there was like what was kind of nice too, and I feel like this does explain a lot. There's like a lot of people who say that when they're allergic to stuff here, they'll go to Europe and they're not like they can eat it there because it's yeah, less processed. I've heard that. But even in England, which to the rest of Europe, England is like I don't know if they are now, but they're kind of like viewed as like the United States of Europe. It's kind of like doing their own thing. Yeah. And, but they don't have like a cracker aisle or a peanut butter aisle. Like they don't have, like they have like, they have crackers and then they have like 
they're most most of their crackers are like to be paired with like charcuterie and stuff like that like they don't have like townhouse ritz like i don't know so it's just it's interesting what how like it can be so different there well mm-hmm. and, th- and that's why they don't understand too why we're so obsessed with peanut butter is because their peanut they butter has it. no sugar in it oh, like yeah. it's like the natural <laughs> peanut butter so they're like why why do you think this is so good and it's like oh it's because you added you like, haven't had a container of jiff yeah like and literally some, like wrist crackers or <laughs> yeah. a peanut butter and jelly sandwich yeah and then maybe i watched a video recently and it was these school kids from england and they were trying some American foods and I can't remember what all they had, but one of them was like biscuits and gravy likes. And they're like, before they tried it, they're like, I don't understand. Like this isn't a biscuit. First of all, biscuit is a cookie for us. So this is a scone. It's a scone. And what are you putting on it? This like white gravy with meat. And then they try it and they're like, Oh, this is actually like really good. (laughs) I think they were all converted at that point. They're like, I know we're confused. What is this? Yeah. What's going on? Then they're like, why is oh, it named biscuits? Oh shit. <laughs> this is delicious. Like, yes, yes, it is. Also shout out to, um, everybody knows that I love this place, but black honey, but they have <gasps> such good biscuits and gravy. There isn't the owner trying to yeah. sell it, but they, do, I it know. seems like they want to keep it the exact same. They oh, just really? want it to be like a smooth, a smooth trans. I was hoping that I actually got coffee there this morning and me and my sister, I don't think she'll ever listen to this podcast, but me and my sister have the crush on the girl that is the drive through the drive through girl. She is just such a cute, like, just, like, badass. Like, you can tell. I actually, like, of course I forgot her name. But, um, but yeah, it was like, it, every time we go there, Selena will be like, was she there? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> and, um, but no, I like their food. I actually haven't had it in a while. I haven't. Yeah. I feel sad now that I'm like, I haven't been there in a hot minute, but we kind of like make our rounds through the breakfast spots just because we like to switch it up. But I think it was like a month ago or so. It must've been on Facebook because Mike showed it to me and they made a post and it's just seems like the owner is like ready to retire. And she's like, but I will, whoever buys it, I want to work with them because I want to make it a seamless transition. So I love that. And they're such like their food is so good. And literally it's be- it hasn't been around for that long but it's become such an institution and it's just like always solid always like very yeah. consistent and i'm like if that goes away i will cry yeah. i will cry so hard i will their potatoes oh black honey hashery is so good but yeah they're biscuits and gravy and they have these like yeah. insane cheddar biscuits oh my yeah. god if you haven't been go and get the biscuits yeah. and gravy it's so good oh my god it's so good and they have good coffee and i feel oh like my they god. have these like cute little thrifted mugs because every single one is so different yeah it's a a cool spot that would put my mug collection to good use (laughs) so you just have to own a own a breakfast joint might be yeah my next no i couldn't do that it would be like it would have to be like the latest opening breakfast place (laughs) you don't have to be there that's why you have like managers you have people you don't necessarily have to be there at 5 a.m every morning opening the joint up when you own it that's what you pay people for literally that's why you have your opening servers and such yeah i i actually i should probably get food i took um vacation because so where I work, we like lose our vacation or whatever, and which is like totally fine. Like I can use it up. And I took vacation on Friday, and I'm wondering if I'll just order food there yep. on Friday. I also scheduled um, a piercing because so my 
my conch on my ear is pierced, but I had a piercing, a double conch piercing, and it like fell out when I was like sleeping, but I still have like half of the piercing because the piercing was like wildly expensive. I like, it was during my phase where I thought I had a ton of money. <laughs> I'm like, Felicia, there. Felicia. <laughs> and um, but I have like half of it. So I might actually email like where I got the piercing from and be like, is there any way you can just send me a back to this piercing? Cause like I lost the other, but I did lose it in my bed. So I'm wondering if like, or underneath my bed, it, I'm, I'm like, feel like I'm just sa- saying all my actual thoughts in my brain right now. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I scheduled a piercing to do that. And I was like, I obviously go to third dimension, which is a shout out to them. Cause I love Bert so much. Oh my God. I'll, I'll like, I, I think 80% of my piercings is from him. Cause he's just a, a very very guy a very nice guy very easy to work with cares about what he puts in your ears like he won't have any like he only uses like surgical steel um and so that's what I have on Friday and then after that so I don't know if, how much you pass on Main Street into Pier I feel like I'm living in Gilmore Girls when I read this but it's the 66th annual antique show at Rock Gardens on Friday and Saturday what yeah and i was like 66 okay then i looked this up there's i don't even know how you say this but there's an antiquitarian antiquitarian like society of de pere and it was started in 1922 oh wow and why am i not a part of it (laughs) like i didn't even know you existed yeah like um (laughs) what is wrong with me yeah (laughs) excuse me why did i not get an email yeah call me call me i can help out Ooh, that sounds like fun I know, so I'll go there with. I think it's it's till seven on Friday and then till four on Saturday. Oh, giving a lot of like shout outs of things to do in the area, but there's I'd... also um, I don't know if you've up Uptown Cheapskate is going to be a new. I guess it's not really th- like a Plato's Closet type situation oh. where you bring your clothes in and they buy them from you and then they sell them, but that is opening this weekend. Oh, I think the grand opening is this weekend, and that is over by. Like JC Penny, DSW, in that like little okay. strip mall on the side. And I need to go check that out because yeah. I am a thrifty bitch. Yeah, literally. <laughs> we are a thrifty love, bitch. <laughs> I don't like to spend a lot of money on clothes, but yeah. I love clothes. And then this way I get my bang for my bucks. So literally. I'm gonna I don't know if I'm gonna go this weekend. I really want to, but I know it's gonna be insane, but I need to check that out yeah. sometime soon. So I'm really excited for that. I know I'll what's an interesting when I like thrift I so I go to Christian outreach and appear a lot but they're they've definitely gotten a little bit more expensive um which is like, wild to say because they're like a thrift store but I'll like go there and I'll I'll just be like four dollars are you kidding me this should be 25 cents and then i'll like spend like 50 dollars on an eyeshadow palette and not and even like, bat my not eye. even blink not even blink and I'm like, this is, this doesn't add up. I get that though. I get that though. I feel like I have for the most part, a threshold of like what I'm willing to spend on certain items. Like I thrift most of my clothes and the rest come from like TJ Maxx yeah. or like a clearance rack. Cause I don't want to spend that much money, but, um, so I did just get engaged. I got my wedding dress, which I got off Poshmark. It is new. Oh my God. With tags, but I had like a, an amount that I was willing to spend. And obviously, wedding dresses can be really expensive. So I was like, okay, I'm not, sp- and this is something I'm going to wear twice because we'll have like a celebration in the summer or whatever. 
but I got it for $130. Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> but my budget was like $400. I'm like, I'm not spending That means you more can buy this. another dress to That's change into. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and then, so I was also like looking at shoes. I'm like, okay, so I save big on the dress so I can kind of like splurge on the shoes. And I have never spent, I think the most I've spent on the pair of shoes is like $150, 160 okay. I found these super cute. I don't think I'm going to buy them now because actually one of my coworkers um, offered and she needs to find them, but we're basically the same size shoes and she offered to loan me a pair. She has these like really cute blue side sh- slides. She says there's like mother of pearl. They sound oh. amazing, but I was totally okay. willing to spend like $250 <laughs> on this like super cute. I was like, I have never spent money like this. What have I spent $250 on? But I was willing to be like, yes, I'm going to buy these shoes that I'm going to wear. Well, I probably would have worn them more, but yeah, I was like, wow. <laughs> I know. Isn't it weird? I feel like it gets you into a like realm of like I don't know of like oh this matters so I need uh-huh. to spend like this amount of money on it I was talking to oh I don't remember I think it was I think it was Selena and then I was also talking to Jamie and Nick who are also engaged and um I was like I like don't I am totally okay with getting married at the courthouse but I just also want like a party, like a mm-hmm. celebration after. I feel like that's I feel like that's going to be actually like the next thing cuz oh, yeah. I think it's just getting way too expensive for people. People are more likely to be less religious or not religious, so they don't need a church or anything. Um and but I, I said I was like all I want though is to be able to change into 3 to 4 dresses. And I don't care like I I will spend $400 total. Like I will find all of these dresses somewhere cheap, mm-hmm. but I want to be able to change like four times, like a suit for the courthouse. A long dress for like this, like the, um, like celebration. Mm -hmm. And then like, I forgot it was, it was originally three, but then someone added something and I can't remember what it was. I think it might've been the suit. You're like, now I need. Yeah. (laughs) And then a short dress. Then that's the one you like to dance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't even have a boyfriend. <laughs> not even engaged, but planned this all out. Also, I know what ring I want. So <laughs> I feel like we, I don't know, as girls, though, mm. you always have that kind of mm. like in the back of your mind, at least. Or I've even just like seen over the years so many like beautiful wedding dresses. And it's like evolved so much oh, what I I've know. wanted. And even when I was like going through the search, because I am, I tend to be so indecisive, especially when it comes to clothing. And I'm like, I like take clothing very like personally. It's like a big part of my identity. Like I like to take time and figure out exactly what I like. So I was like, how am I ever going to be able to pull the trigger on anything? And I just wanted to be able, I wanted to see them all. Yeah. I wanted to see all of them because I'm like, how can I make a decision? Because I might see something else and I might like that more. And then what do I do? But, um, did a lot of researching. I like saved a lot and kind of just like kept going back through them and like kept looking at them. And then I just ended up like searching on Poshmark for some reason. And I found this dress and I was a little bit concerned because I ended up like I kept looking at it and I'm like, this was probably like one of the cheaper options out of everything that I pinned. And I kind of just, I had an idea of what I wanted, but not like anything specific because we're getting married in Hawaii. It's just going to be the two of us. We'll have something fun later. I was like, we're going to be on the beach, so I don't want to I don't want to train. I don't want to wear a veil. I want something like beach appropriate. 
I kind of just like kept looking at this one I pinned. I'm like, you know what? I really like that actually. And then I ordered it and I was a little concerned because the seller, this was their first sale. So oh. I waited a long time and I'm like, I remember I've been selling on Poshmark, Poshmark for a little bit, but I think I almost missed my first sale because I didn't have, or there was just like too many notifications. Oh, so it yeah. kind of got buried. Mm-hmm. So it took a few days for me to realize, oh, I made a sale and oh, I need to ship this. <laughs> so it was probably like a day or two out from that seven day window where they end up like giving your money back to you where it's not held anymore. So I had like finally made this decision and then almost didn't get the dress and then she finally shipped it and I'm like oh my oh. god here we go and then it came and I tried it on and it fits oh my and god like living in the back of my closet tucked back there so Mike doesn't see it does Mike know you got one oh, or yeah. oh he so, does like, okay he knows that he was like I didn't show him a picture I'm like he doesn't know what it looks like he asked me if it fit and I'm like yes <laughs> and that's <laughs> where we're at <laughs> I love that but yeah his suit was taken care of we got that like a month ago. Oh, okay. I was going to ask that if yeah. he had like had a place where I, yeah, we had like an idea of what we wanted for him. Uh, and then we went to men's warehouse and like what we wanted originally. I don't know if it wasn't there or no. Like we saw it in the picture of like, we kind of wanted like a linen suit for him. Cause it's going to be oh Hawaii. Oh my it's God. Be I warm. love that. And it looked really good in the pictures, but then in real life we're like, Oh, it looks kind of, you know how linen can look kind of, like not crisp, not clean, kind of like plasticky a little not bit. Even like necessarily plasticky. It was just it didn't look. I don't know a good word, descriptor or word. like fake. Almost. It just like it not... just didn't look as good in person as it did in the photographs. So we're like, oh, okay. maybe like we want to go a different route, and we just ended up kind of like looking around. But we did get him something. It I feel like looks like originally what we wanted but we just had to do a little bit of searching we're like oh okay we figured it out so he was like taken care of before i even pulled a trigger on the dress i did take a picture of it it looks really nice so he picked out a shirt and then the suit is like bluish with like a tiny like light blue with a tiny like kind of looks almost grayish tinge to it i guess but it looks really nice but yeah, like so that. that's like, we're pretty much almost done with the outfits. And now we need to like officially just book the day and then just show up and then it's done. I'm like, this is, oh my God, it's all coming together. So wild. Do you have like for then when you're in Hawaii, like there's a like no aisle, right? You kind of just like, like he shows up and then you show up a little bit. Yeah. Or... <laughs> It's how, definitely that's how like, wedding works not gonna be in that in that sense like traditional at all um there was when we were so he proposed and then i was like yes and then on the way back because we went up to celebrate his birthday in door county <laughs> and on our way back down he's like hey so because we were going to hawaii anyway for our annual anniversary trip he's like hey th- take some time and think about this but what if we get it done in hawaii and then i first i was like holy shit, that's in like three months. But then the more I researched it and I'm like, why not? Let's just like do it and then we'll do something for everyone later. So um, I ended up kind of like searching. There's a lot of places in Hawaii, so we're going to Big Island, that do packages where you can either just have the officiant or it can be officiant and a photographer or you can like throw in a ukulele player or you can throw in flowers or whatever. And some of them were like really expensive, but... I did find one that was reasonable and they basically like file for 
Like they help you make an appointment to get your marriage license. They, uh, you can add on a photographer and the lady who owns it is the officiant. So it seems like you just show up and you can have a rehearsal if you want to, but I'm like, it's just the two of us. So that's not necessary. We're just going to like roll up and get her done and take some pictures. We rehearse each other. And then we're going to be on our way. So yeah, we're doing oh it. We're doing I love it. that. I love that. Oh yeah. That's the picture of Mike and his. Oh my God. I know. So he picked that shirt and then. Oh, I love that. Very Hawaiian. Oh, like yeah. very like a beach appropriate kind of like low-key i'm like we don't need to do anything fancy like let's look nice obviously but yeah no yeah, i like that i'm excited yeah would you be okay um i do need to run to the bathroom mm-hmm. if we pause we'll take okay. a quick pause. okay <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay we're back yay we got a beer we did we just got a beer yeah um uh, we did have mine pulled up if you want me I to say, i can read mine go quick for it i'm gonna f- Okay. <laughs> so final brood is what I chose. Shockingly, I feel like everyone, um, it is a Saison and I, I can kind of get with Saisons once in a while. Mm-hmm. It is 7.2. So I mean, that's a, that's like it's a heavy there. Saison. Yeah. I feel like Saisons are normally like on the lighter side, but yeah. But the description for it is traditional Saison with a subtle background, hints of pumpkin, a brood corresponds to the cycle from egg to adult for many insects. Monarchs have multiple broods in each season before the final brood flies to Mexico in late October. We found the analogy fitting for this autumn season as summer wanes and we usher into the colder seasons. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I actually haven't even tried it yet, so I will try it now. I think I, I, think I tried that one when we had the uh, interview with Josh. Oh, really? You yeah, found, I'm, okay. pre- I'm pretty sure. Because I was trying like all the other, like the stouts. I wanted all all the fall beers. Like mm-hmm. give me mm-hmm. all the fall type beers. Yeah. I feel like it does taste like pumpkin. It is a little strong. Do, do you want to try it again? Sure. Why not? We'll give it um, another sip. But it's, it's still good. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think I've said this story before. But the story when we went tubing with Jamie and I left that oh, lavender. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I said it on that podcast. Nobody likes this. Nobody likes this. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I like my lavender. I mean, I bought it because it was purple, but other than that, I didn't think it was that bad. (laughs) It's such like beer is such a personal thing. Even just like you can narrow it down to anything you like, music or movies, or it's like I might have an affinity for this, and I might love this, and somebody's like, I I hated it. This is terrible. And you're like, can't help but feel like a little bit sad. You're like. Okay, I really liked it, but everyone has their own taste. Literally, like, yeah. You like what you like, and yeah. I'm, yeah. Oh, I'm drinking the cl- clouded yellow hazy IPA. We're just keeping with the IPAs. Yeah. There was a. It seemed like this is the more hazy version of the common yellow beer that they have, but uh, the description another New England slash hazy IPA. The clouded yellow, a small but intensely yellow-colored butterfly known for mass migration during clouded yellow years. This first specimen from Cocoon Brewing is a juicy IPA boasting notes of bright grapefruit and slight resinous bitterness from citra and strata hops, layered over a backbone of white wheat and flaked oats, providing a soft, creamy mouthfeel. Catch one today. I love this. Oh, I don't know who writes know. these descriptions, but I love it. They were way better than mine when I had to write them. <laughs> It's very, like, in-depth, and I love how they have, like, the little, like, last sentence that just kind of 
encompasses it with yeah. the, like, the butterfly slash mouth uh, uh, moth mouth <laughs> moth <laughs> the theme that they the have theme, going yeah the theme <laughs> it is it looks like it looks like orange juice like, yeah it does she she tick she yeah, really tick yeah I wonder if I have the bottom I wonder if I have the bottom of the are barrel. you okay if I try it yeah go okay. for it Like I feel little, like it smells like pine mm-hmm. a lot. It's got like a little bitterness on like the back end, mm-hmm. like a slight bitterness. Yeah. It's good though. I like it. It's got a 3.9, mm. 3.95. I'm pretty sure like every beer that I tasted was in the 3.9 realm. Mine was um, 3.84. The Saison? Yeah. I feel like saison is a very polarizing. Yeah, like you it is. Like saisons, or you don't like. Saisons. I know. I think that's probably what was Jamie's issue, to be honest. <laughs> you either like lavender or you don't like yeah. lavender. You can't as be long, in this club. As long as Jamie doesn't put it on untapped, being like, "I hate one stuff." Yeah, I like. I hate this beer. I hate <laughs> lavender. Yeah, literally. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. <laughs> that is just like a story that will live on in infamy. Forever. Literally, and I'll keep saying it and forget who I tell it to. Um, I recently, so I, I like wanted to get back into reading. Selena is reading like the fourth wing books. I don't know if you've heard anything there. It's like fantasy. It's not like, it's not necessarily really my cup of tea, but, um, it's like the second book just came out and I think she's like reading that one. But I like was like, okay, I need to like, I listened to so many podcasts. I feel like I should get, just get into audiobooks. And talking about like how things are for some people and they aren't for others. Mm-hmm. Audiobooks, not for me. No. I actually cannot stand them. I tried. So I got this app, Libro, and I'm still going to shout them out because I feel like it's it's a like, instead of having Audible, you can have Libro. I think it's literally the same price. And then mm-hmm. like small bookstores get money um, from the purchases of like the audiobooks you make instead of Amazon. And... I got a, I tried, so I first purchased an Emily Henry book because it was one of the books that weren't as popular as the, her other books. And I was like, okay, I'll just try to read, I'll just try to read this via audiobook. And first of all, an audiobook is like seven and a half hours of like listening, which mm-hmm. I mean, that's not that bad. I probably listen to maybe four to six hours of podcasts a day. So like, it's not that bad, but the person who was voicing it, there wasn't other voices for the other characters. So when the guy was speaking, she turned into a male voice and it really bothered me after this. <laughs> I'll play it for you. It just, Oh my God. She'd be like, and like her character was like granted. Okay. I like, obviously like know the type of character. Cause the character like had broken up with her boyfriend. They were engaged and they broke off their engagement and they, um, or maybe they, I don't even know if they were engaged. Maybe they were just dating and they were dating for a really long time. And everybody was like, oh, this is the couple, everything. And they broke off their, their, um, relationship, but they didn't tell anybody. And it had been like three months. And it was like that cheesy story of like, we didn't tell anybody, but then like everybody had a meet in this cabin 
for like the last summer vacation because they're selling the house. But then the friends invited her boyfriend, even though she was just supposed to go. And she was like, oh, my God, we didn't tell them. Like, how are we supposed to? Yeah, blah, blah, that whole cliche thing. And it's not uh, that hard. Yeah, it's really. Like, yeah. Toss it <laughs> yeah. in the group chat. Literally. With your girlfriend. We're not together. Oh, hey, that's, yeah. this is a thing. I want to talk about it or I don't. And yeah, that's it. <laughs> I know. And you're obviously, I feel like not that like close with like your girlfriends if you, I don't know, but whatever, everybody's different. But anyway, so like the narrator, like I didn't mind her voice, but she would talk for everyone. And I know it probably is way too expensive to get other people to talk for the other characters, mm-hmm. but I feel like you can at least get a male voice because mm-hmm. like she would be like, like, and I'm not even joking. She'd be like, this is the girl. She would be like, I, I went to the store and I got some oranges and then I bumped into him and he said, okay, honey. I like, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> like really, I, mean, I guess like you got to differentiate it some way. Otherwise it could be kind of confusing. Just like the way a book reads, but yeah, I but could- I'm just like, this is laughable. <laughs> like, I don't know. Jury's still out on audiobooks for me. Um, it is nice to have just like the traditional book experience with like the pages, but I don't know. Sometimes it's like, I want to like kind of be doing something else while I'm also like kind of paying attention to this book. I don't mm-hmm. know. We've talked about this before. I'm a, a notoriously bad reader. I am not like, I don't usually just like pick up a book for pleasure. I wish I was different, but yeah, my mind just wanders too, too much. But sometimes I think one of the like last audiobooks I read quote unquote slash listen to and like I had to keep like stopping and then backing up like okay where was the point where my mind started to wander and yes. then I didn't pay attention yeah yeah so I think that's like the issue for me but oh, I need mm. to read more I have a library card what is my problem yeah I don't know. sometimes <laughs> it's just like why is it so hard for me to like carve out time I it's know just probably because I have like ADD ADHD undead. yeah Sometimes I think I do, and sometimes I think I don't. I know. I don't know. Do you... Okay, so I was talking about with this with Selena, um, and we, me and her both do this, where, like, you are talking about a conversation, but, like, you have, like, you're telling someone a story, but there's other things to that story, so you, like, stop yourself in dialogue inside your head, and you're like, wait, no, it started there, so I have to go back to that. So then, like, you start, like, you're like, I can't finish this without telling you the story beforehand. But then it sounds when you're speaking, you're like, nope. Okay, wait. So like weird and like (laughs) jumpy. Sometimes, sometimes I feel like that. Yeah. With stories. But I feel like there's like a, I don't know. When I tell stories, it's usually like pretty well to the point. Like I usually have my thoughts gathered, but I don't know. Catch me on a weird day or catch me like with a couple beers and me. Or under the influence, and it might be kind of like all over the place. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> no rhyme or reason. Just like however I'm feeling that day. Yeah. There is, by the way, a Li- Libby app. L I B. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the the people. Um, there's this girl that I follow on um, TikTok and YouTube. She actually lives in Winnipeg, Canada, and she reads a lot. Like, like. I don't even understand how she can read as much as she does, but she does. Mm-hmm. And she, so because of her is how I found the Libro app, 
but she used the Libby app before and she said that like she stopped using it because the cues for her library that she was hooked up were too long. Yeah. But I think it's probably just the pace of which she reads. She doesn't like it's like she can't wait that long. Whereas mm-hmm. like I feel like a not I don't want to say a normal reader, but a slower reader would totally be okay with the cue of mm-hmm. which like a library has for yeah. like an audiobook. Because I think, I just don't think I, I mean, the amount of like, I'm, if we talk about podcasts, the amount of podcasts I listen to is probably how much she reads, Mm -hmm. which is just like insane. But Mm -hmm. I think I like podcasts more because they're like this, where like the person, whenever I listen to an audiobook, it's way too like performed. It's like, I went and bought (laughs) apples. And it's like, okay, bitch, you bought apples. Just say that. Like She just bought yeah. oranges and now she's <laughs> buying apples. apples. Yeah, I don't know why I chose those two <laughs> things. But it's like, you just bought apples. Like, I don't care how you say it. But I, I guess, like, that's how they have to, like, read. It's got to like, be, like, interesting. Yeah. It's got to, like, feel like, mm-hmm. like a movie or yeah, like a TV yeah. show or something. It's got to be somewhat yeah. performative. Otherwise, yeah. it's just kind of like real monotone like this. And that's yeah. not going to, no. that's not going to grab people at all. No, they're not going <laughs> to listen to the rest of this. I don't care if you did this for seven and a half hours. They're just not. Oh my God. Sorry. You did it all <laughs> <No>. for nothing. <laughs> Literally. There is, I will say, cause I have a couple credits before I like cancel this Libro subscription. They do, um, they do have a couple audio or, uh, what is it biography books that I feel like it's written and um read by the author so I kind of like that there's Mm -hmm. one and I even I even played them first because I was like okay do I like your voice (laughs) which is so mean no it's but it's just like a big part of music for me is liking the lead singer's voice oh yeah I don't like the lead singer's voice I'm probably not gonna like the music like yeah. Rush. I don't like Rush because I don't like the lead singer's voice. And Ooh. it's just... Oh, oh Rush. God. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, like a, it's like classic rock. Mm. I'm trying to think of a... Uh, what is there? Uh, is it Living in the Limelight or something? Okay. I'll play it for you later. Oh, yeah. But it's like, that's just... It's weird. It's like, ah, uh, not a fan. Yeah, living okay. I'm gonna play this okay. with you later. I I would say okay. She is like a genius. She's an amazing singer. But once in a while, I just can't with her voice and it's Reba McIntyre. She's just very like like kind of like wally when she sings. Like I know that's like oh my <laughs> like god, that's so go. mean. Yeah, or just like her like like I don't know the way that she and I told my mom that because she listened to she like she doesn't mind like Reba McIntyre and she has like a very good Christmas album and I told her that and she's like I hate that you told me that <laughs> because now I all I hear is like the really like weird like I don't know if it's vowel like accentuating the vowel sounds or what it is but it's just like it's <laughs> so bad that's not how it actually sounds but I'll see if I can because like a lot of her music is really like like her traditional music, I feel like is very, very actually depressing, especially. Um, oh God, what is that song? I was gonna say as you're saying Reba, I'm like I'm yeah. trying to think of like I'm sure Wait, I've heard. I'm sure I've heard her music. I'm sure I could like point it out, but as you're saying Reba, I'm like, <laughs> Other uh, what is what is she saying? Okay, um, 
Oh, okay. The night the lights went out in Georgia. Oh, yeah. That okay. one. And Fancy, because Fancy is about a mom who literally prostitutes her daughter. Oh, boy. And then the... What? the Yeah. Really? Oh I'll I'll send you I'll I'll send you the lyrics because I didn't even I mean I kind of I was like this this like if you listen to lyrics this is kind of weird mm-hmm. but the also the nights that went out in Georgia is like the oh god it's kind of hard to like because I haven't really looked at the lyrics but it's hard to like conceptualize but it's like the the husband or the wife was cheating with a different guy while he was I think away at war and but like framed someone else for i don't know if it was hus- her husband or if it was the oh no i think her her i don't oh there's not a word what is mister mister instead of mistress <laughs> her mister i think got shot but i think she actually shot him but framed someone else and he went to jail and they they're like they never saw her again i'm like bitch is I knew the like chorus of that song as soon as you said it. I like pulled up the lyrics. Okay, so he was on his way home oh, from Candletop. Been two weeks gone, and he thought he'd stop at Webb's and have him a drink before he went home to her. Andy Wolo said hello. He said hi. What's new? And Wo said, "Sit down. I got some bad news. It's gonna hurt." Said, "I'm your best friend, and you know that's right. But your young bride ain't home tonight since you've been gone, and she's been seeing that Amos boy." Said. Now he got mad and he saw red and he said, boy, don't lose your head because to tell you the truth, I've been with her myself. <laughs> so this guy that he, yeah. Well, okay. yeah, yeah. that's the night the lights went on in Georgia. That's the night they hung an innocent man. Wow. Okay. That took a real dark turn real quick. Well, don't trust your soul to no backwoods Southern lawyer because the judge in the town's got blood stains on his hands. Andy got scared and left the bar, walking on home because he didn't live far, you see. Andy didn't have many friends, and he just lost him one. Brother thought his wife must have left town. So he went home and finally found the only thing Daddy had left him, and that was a gun. Oh, boy. He went off to Andy's house, slipping through the backwoods, quiet as a mouse, came upon some tracks too small for Andy to make. He looked through the screen at the batch back porch door, and he saw Andy lying on the floor in a puddle of blood, and he started to shake. The Georgia Patrol was making their rounds, so he fired a shot just to flag him down. A big-bellied sheriff grabbed his gun and said, Why'd you do it? The judge said guilty on a make-believe trial, slapped the sheriff on the back, and with a smile said, Supper's waiting at home, and I got got to get to it. That's the night the lights went out in Georgia. That's the night they hung it on this <laughs> man. Well, don't trust your soul to no backwards southern lawyer, because the judge in town's got blood stains on his hands. Well, they hung my brother before I could say the tracks he saw while on his way to Andy's house and back that night were mine. And his cheating wife had never left town. That what That's one body they'll never be found. You'll see a little sister don't miss when she aims her gun. Okay. And then the chorus yeah. again. I'm like, wow. So I'm so pretty wait, sure. What is going on? <laughs> so I'm pretty sure the the wife killed his own, her own guy that she was sleeping with, but was able to frame her husband but left town i actually pulled up i pulled up like the meaning to see um wait here we go it seems like a little sister at something you see a little sister don't miss when she aims her gun so okay the narrator behind the meaning okay the narrator in the song does a pretty good job at laying the story the scene is set by the opening line describing a man who had just come home from vacation only to find out his wife has been cheating on him 
Um, the man's best friend breaks the news that his wife has been hanging out with that Amos boy, Seth, and that he slept with her too, which is just so weird to hey, add by that the way, in. I got good news. I got bad <laughs> news, news. And also, I am also part of that the, bad news. Yeah. <laughs> from this, from there, the story gets a little more convoluted. The man determined to get revenge on his backstabbing friend he grabs his dad's old gun and heads out of the house to get his vengeance when he gets to the house he finds his friend already dead um at the end of the trail footprints that were too small for oh too small for andy to make after the man is arrested and wrongfully convicted the narrator reveals that to be the man's sister oh wait the narrator reveals herself oh to be the man's little man's sister and culprit of the murder so she, the guy's little, the guy who got cheated on's little sister was the one who. Oh whoa! I always thought it lover. was. She was sought the, revenge by proxy on Andy, and her brother's wife. You see, the little sister don't miss when she aims her gun. Mm-hmm. I was like, "That's the part." Like, who was little sister again? Wait one second. So it's the husband's little sister. Yeah. But that also, possibly killed the mister. And his wife. But I thought it... But that doesn't make any sense because you literally just framed your brother for murder then. Unless they just like went ahead with the trial like assuming that the... That yeah, the guy... and she didn't think that would that would happen. Yeah. Wow. What we happened just... to the chick? They thought I she know. left town. And his <sighs> cheating wife had left, never let town. That's one body that'll never be found. Yeah. So she, chill, she killed the chick. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> We're down this road that now. Is wild. So I'll read the. I'll see if I can find. And that is country music, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you might kill kill somebody. You might be framed. You might. Yeah. You never know. You might kill your your husband's wife. Husband's cheating wife. Your Literally. Brother's cheating wife. <laughs> okay. So this is fancy, by the way. Um. The story of a poor girl who's forced to make ends meet captivated audiences and still remains... Oh, one of her... Okay, blah, blah, blah. One of her favorite. The meaning. It's a rags to riches story. Reba tells country living while discussing the... Okay. I love... <laughs> God, I just can't get to the point. Um, Fancy did have a... Oh, okay. So the girl's name is technically Fancy, but I think it's a like a nickname because okay. she was a prostitute. So like... um. Did have a lot of obstacles. Sums it up. Fancy's ill mother used the last penny we had to buy her dress and dolling her up or whatever. And one of the lyrics literally says, just be nice to the gentleman, Fancy, and they'll be nice to you. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, like, her mother is sick and she's just trying yeah. to... Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> that is so depressing. Um, and then... um Fancy does pull herself up from the bootstraps, eventually charming a congressman, occasional aristocrat, and earning herself... A Georgian Manson in a New York townhouse. So maybe it's more. Um, more to do with like, OK, just like be pretty and then a rich man will marry you. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's more that. Or give you money. Or <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's not like. But oh, my God. Um, I forgot. Oh, here we McIntyre go. McIntyre. Literally. <laughs> I mean, she is uh, 
as much as like I was just complaining about how the way that she sings her music. <laughs> but when you actually read yeah. the lyrics, you're like, holy fuck. Yeah, it is. Also, her release album is called Not That Fancy. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. Um. I remember her show, and I think I'm the I'm a survivor was like yes. The, was oh, the, the it's literally called song. the Reba. I think Reba, Reba sh- show. show. Yeah, yeah. But it 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 is, um, it is a little bit more of. I feel like it's kind of like a pretty woman song, mm-hmm. like where it just. But also, like I don't know, Richard Gere is weird. <laughs> so, but. It's been a hot Whatever. minute since I've yeah. seen that movie. I know, same. Okay, audiobooks. <laughs> Rebel McIntyre. Yeah, oh my god, literally. <laughs> Country but music lyrics. There is a lot of, like, just songs out there that, like, you don't, you're like, why would you even remotely sing about that? Mm-hmm. But there's it. I mean... There's only so many like stories you can tell and only so many words in the English language. Yeah, so, that's so true. <laughs> might be running out of ideas like what has not been sung about or what's nobody else touching on? <laughs> yeah. Child child prostitutes or just like yeah. young prostitutes I think, I know. like sick yeah. moms? Yeah. You need to make some money. You need to make some money. I'm going to buy you a dress. <laughs> um there was one other oh okay so the audiobook that i was gonna originally get off of libro was bad mormon um oh boy yeah i know going down that road um but i think i've talked about this before on the podcast that i list or i'm into real housewives now i which is a lane i never thought i'd go down but i'm watching salt lake city which i actually is probably my favorite just because Half of them are Mormon and the other half are delusional. Oh my god! And it's just, oh my god! And like the girl, the woman who wrote the book Bad Mormon was a Mormon her entire life, and then her husband wanted a divorce. And of course, because of like sexist, horrible rules, her husband after the divorce was still to be able to stay in the church, and she couldn't, even though oh he wanted, yeah. God. And then left her with like three kids, but she's okay. She's doing great. She, she like, uh, she was like the one thing that Mormon people in like Utah want is to look like they're younger. So she has like a ton of like beauty lab and laser like places for like Botox and shit. But she wrote this book and she actually does read it on the audio. Um, so I was thinking of, I was thinking of like reading that, but that would be kind of interesting. I know that does sound really interesting actually. There's this character I think I've mentioned to this to you before in the podcast or in the podcast in the Salt Lake that her name's Mary and she you know what I'll find the podcast about it because they did this crime podcast did a podcast about Mary because they think her husband killed her grandma and so her so she's married to her step grandpa. What? Yeah. (laughs) What? Mm -hmm. No. So her <laughs> grandma owned a church and like a bunch of other things and like was very wealthy, had like obviously had like a, a her actual biological grandpa, but I think he passed away and then married someone who was 20 years her junior. So he was, he's still not that young, like he's still, I think 16 so years older than Mary. I was going to say like 20 ish yeah. years older, mm-hmm. but okay. Oh. Yeah. I would and, have... <laughs> 
Yeah. Why would you want to be married to somebody who is married to your grandmother? I like I have so many questions. She had a kid with him. Oh god. So not only. That is like it's just actually like too close to, to home. Him. It's just like really weird. I don't know. Because that would be all like weird family connection. I don't like it. I don't like it. Her son. But her mom's. Half brother. <laughs> oh, <God>. But anyway, <laughs> like step brother. Yeah. I don't know. Because it know wouldn't be any relations. like really. It's not blood because yeah. it was a remarriage. Yeah. But yeah, step, yeah. I think step brother. Yeah. I don't know. Oh my God. Anyways, but she, she actually doesn't talk to her mom because so in the, in the show you learn, she's crazy. Like she is literally bad shit. So racist, sexist, homophobic, every single thing you can think of. And, um, she actually didn't even come to the reunion and you could tell that like Andy was like, you're like literally contracted to come to the reunion. Why didn't you show up? And it's because you were all of those things basically. And, and then she like disappeared for a year and then she came back this season. Um, but she, so she doesn't, so it was never in any will, but she says in the first season, it was like in some form of a will that when her, if her grandma passed away, one of her granddaughters would marry her grandpa to keep like the church going, but it was never written anywhere. I was like, how are you going to just write that into your will? Like, I don't care if you want to or not. One of you is going to marry my ex-husband, my <sighs> former husband, who was only not my husband because I died. Literally. What? <laughs> I'm, I like, I, I you have, care. I am. Oh my God. But no, but then she like admits that it like wasn't really written anywhere. And then that like she, so like this, this grandma was like rich, rich. Like she doesn't know how many houses she has in different states rich. Oh my goodness. And so she was like, so I like, I prayed about it. I prayed on it for one to two years. And then we decided it was a good idea. So in my, so based on the podcast I watched or listened to about, the possible murder of her grandma is that I think that Mary swooped in at the last minute to make sure that the step grandpa didn't get everything because the grandma had no prior health conditions and somehow died of like a weird, like heart attack situation that really didn't make sense. Like it was like kind of like a weird, like poisoning type of situation and that like Mary swooped in so that the, like the grandpa wouldn't, the step grandpa wouldn't like get just get everything. everything. Oh, wow. but then like they had a kid, and then she like in her one of her confessionals, she like joked that like she just kept telling him that she was on her period after the wedding so that they couldn't have sex. And I was just like, that is. And then she was like, I was getting to three weeks, so I couldn't like keep saying. I'm like, oh wow, I like actually can't even. <laughs> I oh, some people's this is too lives much. like. Do you ever think your life is not exciting? I like, know. This is the alternative. Literally. <laughs> Do I you think want this for yourself? <laughs> How can you even like keep up with the like weird mental gymnastics in your head of all uh, you that? Literally. I don't even know. Like, oh my God. And you can tell like based on the show that she's in the loveless marriage. Like he he's never home. Like, like, I mean, it makes sense. It was her grandpa at one point. Like, and she was married previously to and had to get a divorce to be married to him. Wait, was yeah. she like 
she doesn't she, admit that, but it, the say, timeline is so close that. Did she get a that, divorce from, the, from her previous husband? No, I think she just saw the dollar signs, and I think she was like, I'll be set up. I won't have to do work. Oh like, my I, God. yeah. And I'm like, nothing is, I no, no. Oh my God. I'd rather not retire than ever do that. I'll work to my deathbed. Yeah, bed. literally. Jesus. I know. People are wild. That <laughs> That is very interesting. So this yeah. she wrote a book or Oh no, no. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so that's just one of the characters Heather wrote the book and she was Mormon. She was the one who got divorced like her husband wanted a divorce but like she didn't but like okay. because her husband wanted it they got divorced but he was the one who could stay in the church and okay. then she was like she was starting to unravel mormonism and she was like this is weird this is wild this is creepy like mm-hmm. i'm getting out and i think she's still kind of like has issues with it too like today because her one of the girls on the show lisa she technically is a mormon but she's like okay so there's I've learned so much about Mormonism through the show. <laughs> There's like a outer darkness, which is like basically hell. And then you can get to like a very superior like heaven. But there's nothing. like a lower heaven. <laughs> and apparently Lisa's in the lower heaven because she drinks like Diet Coke. She drinks coffee. She drinks alcohol. Like, And so you're in that lower heaven. But like if you're in the top heaven, you don't do any of those things. You don't drink Diet Coke or coffee? Well, anything with caffeine. I don't know if Diet Coke has caffeine. Caffeine, Yeah, caffeine, sugar, and alcohol. They can't have. What? Yeah. These are rules? Because they're addictive. Oh, my God. So you can't have a slice of cake. So they get married and they don't have cake is what you're telling me. Pretty much, yeah. What do they have? I don't know. I think they have really gross tasting food, to be honest. Biscuits, yeah. No sugar. I and and yeah well and this Heather character gets like mad at Lisa because she's like I did not have that experience when I was a Mormon like it was shame 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 guilt 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 like and you think it's just this like yeah I've you never get heard it, this yeah like, not that I I can't say that I know much about Mormonism but I was like oh I'm so excited to learn I'm like sugar and caffeine yeah, and no. alcohol yes maybe because there's that whole like if you go to Utah I think all the beers like it's different. Like, yeah, the, the it's a lower percentage. Lower alcohol yeah. Content. So like I could see alcohol, but like sugar, caffeine. Yeah, I know. How dare. I Don't know. fuck with my caffeine. No. Leave it alone. I think a lot of like what I would consider cults are just very like they try to make you almost as crazy and hallucinogenic as possible. So you like almost think you're the problem and you need to continue to like live the life, like the way that they prescribed. Whereas like, no, you should live your life happy. And it's just, it's to be honest, at the end of the day, it's just how people make money. Like Mm -hmm. it literally is like, and, and it's just like, they are very, the one which is really bad, but the one funny joke Mary made was that like, she said that, because mary's church is actually christian it's not mormon um but she she said that heather looked um oh god what is it inbred because mormons are like very like you stay within the family Uh. (laughs) ain't that the pot calling the kettle black like She, like, is so delusional, though. She does not think that the things... Because, okay, so to not... Oh, this is just, like, a discussion of Salt Lake City, Utah. But, so, the first, the second season, if you have time, I highly... It is just... 
oh, just such a good. Can it I is, stream it? Yes. What's it on? I, it's on um, Peacock. I'll give you my login. Fuck. Okay. To literally like, watch I it. I will. It is. It is by far like I. Okay. So I watched. Start, I started watching Beverly Hills because of Danny. But like Salt Lake City. Oh, I feel like that's just like just, a different like strange beast. Like there's it is. the normal yeah. like vapid major city have money are married have botox and whatever and then salt lake city is probably just like another like weird crazy wild something else and that's that's why i'm intrigued yeah that's probably why you are intrigued so yeah that's it literally exactly like beverly hills is like the traditional like there's no really talk about religion or politics it's the traditional like lisa renna too much botox like Mm -hmm. just like that like they were actually it's housewives. Done. It's been done. Yeah, we've yeah. we've seen yeah. that. We want the new weird yes. Mormon stuff. That's what we the, want. The new weird Mormon stuff. <laughs> so then, in, in literally, how I started watching Salt Lake is so my one of my yoga yoga instructors, she's obsessed with Real Housewives, and she's like, "You got to watch Salt Lake." And I'm like, "I just I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can watch them. Like it's just it's a lot. It's just whatever." And then. I found, which I'll also send you this podcast, and it's called Queen of the Con. It's four seasons. The last season, though, is about Jen Shaw, which is one of the girls from Salt Lake, Utah. She, uh, She's, like, coined as, like, really the typical housewife. Like, you can tell she watched other housewives to portray being a housewife. Mm-hmm. And she, on season one, is fine. She's just bad, actually bad shit crazy. And then season and then season two, you kind of find out because her entire like her entire job is a scam. She basically like, you know, when you go onto websites and they have like, oh, can we have like accept your cookies or whatever or whatever it is. And and so she's like the she's like the person who reaches out to the vulnerable community and like the older people and like gets them on subscriptions and then scams them off of money. Basically, she's actually currently in jail with um the Theranos girl. Oh boy. Yeah. And, and she actually gets arrested, not actually arrested on TV, but like kind of, um, but that, so, so that there's an entire podcast about her scam. Um, and then I listened to that entire podcast and I'm like, okay, now I have to watch the show. I have to see what this chick looks like and how she acts. And she is an actual evil human being. Like I like, and it's just, and it's so wild to me. She, when she gets caught, she's on the phone and it says, um, the person on the phone, you can't hear what the person's saying, but she tries to like unmic herself right away from like whatever mic setup they do for the housewives. Oh, and boy. she just tells to the girls, Oh my God, my husband has internal bleeding. I need to go to the hospital. But she's like stone cold faced. And I'm like, there is, if my Unless future you literally husband got Botox this morning and cannot move. <laughs> literally not crying not hyperventilating like my we had something something would be going literally my cat's um i never told this story tail had an issue this past summer i you were beside yourself like i i don't i don't even want to think about it of how like traumatic that situation was but and so she was just like cool as a cucumber she's like i need to leave i need to go to the hospital and i know some people like deal with things differently mm-hmm. and then literally five minutes later on the show fbi agents show up being like we're looking for jen shaw and then within like that where she's arrested for i think fraud or whatever but it's just like really funny 
it's really funny how the girls like stick with her and then there's this one girl meredith who i feel like is probably an alcoholic to be honest and she's like in the narrative or like the producer people are like have you talked to jen shot and she's like she's in jail and then she's like, you haven't reached out. And I'm like, she's in jail. How am I? So-? I'm like, oh, my God. I, I love you so much. I can't call her on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways. Okay. So my interpretation of Salt Lake City, Housewives, please go watch. <laughs> <laughs> I am intrigued. I'm like very much intrigued right now. Oh, my God. It is just funny. And it's just it's just cool to learn about Mormon culture and just almost being grateful you weren't raised in that cult, oh God, too. Yeah. Like. Yeah. There was some, uh, was it like leaving, leaving Salt Lake City or leaving Mormonism? And there was like some kind of reality show where they were like literally just trying to like get girls out or people who like reached out to them and they were trying to like swoop in under the cover of whatever. Oh, yeah. Like while their families were at church and they were like on a hill just like waiting to be picked up and then they left and then they're just like, they don't don't have contact with the family anymore. That's insane. I know. It's crazy to me. And to be honest, I'm like, if you, if you want to go into that, like as a, um, functioning adult, that is fine. Yeah. But like, but like, no, you can't coerce people into it. You can't let them. Yeah. Like they need to make their own decisions. Yeah. A hundred percent. Just checking. Oh, okay. Still under two hours, which is (laughs) shocking. Um, that was like also the, um, the Scientology thing with Leah Remini. That's. That was wild. That I don't documentary. Think I, I don't think I ever watched that documentary, but I think it got taken down. Did I, it? Yeah. Oh wow, that's mm-hmm. not sketchy at all. I know. That's oh my god. Well, because she, when everything came about out about Danny Masterson, she used her platform on Instagram and just literally copy and pasted the transcripts of all of the um, victim impact statements, mm-hmm. and it's like we're focusing on because that was when. Like, stuff came out about Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis writing letters in in defense of Danny Masterson. And she was like, we're focusing on the wrong celebrities. Here are the victim impact statements. They're really hard to read. Yeah, 100%. Like, just because you worked with somebody doesn't mean you know, like, all the goings on or, like, the dirty things or the dirty part of whatever he was. Literally. Well, and just because someone's nice to you doesn't mean they're nice to everyone. Yeah. Like, just because you saw that side of a, what you thought a good human being is doesn't mean... That's like, they're obviously not going to... Every single person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, and there was also, unfortunately, too, like, I think that this is the reason why Leah Remini talked about it, is that D- Danny Masterson was a part of Scientology at one point or during the point where he was um, raping women. And a lot of the women that he was raping, unfortunately, were also a part of Scientology. So they, like tried to get them to go through Scientology to like figure out what was wrong. Like they made it seem like they were holding Danny Masterson accountable, but it was really like, like, well, did he really? And it's like, yeah, Susan, he really did. Now Mm -hmm. shut the fuck up and write the police report. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) (laughs) we can definitely wrap up the podcast if you want to. And just sit here we and enjoy. A, we took a wild ride. We really did. We started with megalodons. Oh yeah, we got... I forgot to write that down. <laughs> and uh, evolution, and then we went to—I don't even know where all we went. Timeline of our 
Oh, one quick thing. We never know. I'm going to try to find this too. I'm going to do this right after we end the podcast so I don't forget. But there's a TikTok that like is just about historical facts and stuff. And they have ones that they'll release where it's like things that'll make you feel weird about time. And it was like how that (laughs) we're closer to the T-Rex than the T-Rex was closer to this like Stegosaurus. Oh, God. I mean, by like hundreds of millions of years. Yeah. Well, we just kind of like group the dinosaurs together. Yeah. Yeah. That was just like the era. And that was like way long ago. But I know. More dinosaurs. To T-Rexes. And Stegosaurus. And Megalodons. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we should leave it. Okay. (laughs) Cheers, you guys. Till next time. Yeah. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers.